That's a good that's a good way to start today's podcast. Laugh it on up. That Zurich Classic, man. That was that was like a clown show of golf right there. I, I think they've got to stop that that tournament right there, Bones DK. I was not a big fan of it. Twenty nine under par after three days. Shoffley and Cantley. I mean, look, nothing against those two guys at all, even though I don't think it's worth a PGA tour victory for each of them. Uh, that was a pretty wild tournament, dude. It just—I didn't think it was that entertaining. What did you think? You know, it—it it was difficult to follow as well. Like on Stat Tracker, DraftKings is like way behind the whole week because they had double salaries on the on the guys. It—it it, it wasn't my favorite week. I, I invested highly as always and, and didn't have a great week. But that was a hard tournament to handicap. And you know, again, you're having guys shoot sixties and then and then like a seventy the next day and then follow up with a sixty-two and a seventy. I, that was a weird tournament. It's not my favorite tournament, and, and honestly, I might take it off next year. It was fun to watch and see those guys, but yeah, lame. Take it off. He'll never take <laughs> any golf tournament off. It doesn't matter. I mean, for crying out loud, he's got a $100 bet on the on the golf weekend I'm going on this weekend at the Corona Cup Classic down in South Carolina. But wild man, is true. you know, what'd you make of the Zurich there? What? I just wasn't that entertained, dude. And you know what? We, we kind of talked a little bit about Xander and Cantlay last week. Xander... Again, nothing personal against him. I'm, I'm actually a big Xander fan. But he's going to get another PGA Tour victory for that. And I know it was a 50-50. I mean, I don't know that he was that much worse or better than Cantlay. But it's just a weird way to get a victory. And, and do, is it really – do you think they do that for exemption purposes only? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, but, I, but I do agree. I think the format, you know, is the, – the fact that it's the only event of its kind pretty much tells you – you know, all you need to know, right? And then forget the top of the board, Shoffley and Cantlay, whom we actually predicted to win last week. Look at the bottom of the board. 69-year-old Jay Haas made the yeah. cut. He ain't making the cut at a stroke play event. So it just goes to show you it's a little quirky and, you know, more more of a gimmick. And, you know, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't miss it if it uh, if it went away. Remember, it's only, it's only been that team event for five years, so maybe it's uh, – something that they've committed to Zurich, you know, for a, a certain amount of time as a sponsor, and then they'll revert back to a different format. But And that's what it's all about is sponsors. But the this tournament last week, the Zurich, and, and I should say this tournament coming up this weekend in Mexico, you know, again, nothing against Mexico. These are tournaments that belong in the silly season, though. And, and the only reason they're part of the PGA Tour season is because of the sponsorship. Let's talk about the Mexico Open. We are going south this week bones dk and john rom's gonna be there uh one of the top players in the world you got Finau after that answer and then things kind of you know go a little haywire when we start talking about the top top players in the world kevin na for example is the fourth rated golfer in this tournament at ten thousand one hundred dollars and patrick reed who's had a terrible season let's be honest with each other uh and it really a terrible finish to last season is at ten thousand bucks, the fifth-rated golfer. So you've got some five-digit guys that are maybe worthy of that. I mean, I think you've got to take a swipe at Rom this week, even though he's eleven thousand three hundred. He is a clear-cut favorite amongst this group of golfers. No? Yeah, you know, I tend to agree with you there with Rom. I mean, there is a big drop off, uh, you know, off of Rom there. You get the fee now and answer two players that you know have won maybe once or twice on tour, and then you know Rom a major champion. 
Um, you know, th- this is a, a weird week as well. I was actually excited for the last two weeks to come up, these these two weeks, because it kind of slowed down a little bit. It was really, really hyped up with the players and the Masters and a lot of bets going in. So, you know, I'm taking this slowly but surely. But, you know, I did my research and I feel really good about this week, especially after talking to Wildman before this podcast. Um, you know, typically I'm a balanced build type of guy and I'm going to do that this week as well on DraftKings purposes. You know, listen, Rom, yeah, he, he's the best player in this field by far, but I'm still not seeing what I love out of him. And then you, you go down to Tony Finau and, you know, picking him in any tournament to, to assume he's going to run away or clearly win this thing is is a risk. Um, you know, I do like what I'm seeing out of him stats wise, but man, he's really struggling around the green. Um, not really any good finishes in 2022, um, you know, for Tony Finau there. So I was looking at him, um, but I'm going to fade on Finau. Uh, the only guy I really was even considering was Abraham Answer, right? And the reason is because, you know, these pro golfers are pro golfers. If there's going to be a random win that Abraham Answer gets, it probably will be the tournament here at Mexico. And then, like, a couple months down the road, you're going to be stuck on Abraham Answer because he won finally. But it's just that rare course that he plays well at because they're professional athletes. So I can see him somehow pulling this off and and kind of having a random victory but again stats wise that's what I'm huge on I do not like answer this week overall I mean the only narrative it is is that it's in Mexico and he's going to represent uh you know his home country so other than that I am off on the 10k range I mean obviously Rom's not from Mexico but he is of Spanish heritage probably a big reason why he is down here in Mexico you know who else needs a win on tour right now wild man John Rom and this could be ripe for the picking. I know I just kind of endorsed him there a moment ago, but these other guys in the $10,000 tier, when you talk about Finau, nah, these are guys we've dipped our toe answer. We dip our toes in sometimes with on the Bones DK golf cast, and they do not always pay dividends. So why would this weekend be different? Well, I mean, look, it, it's seldom you see a, a guy with odds below even like eight to one in a PGA tour event. I mean, the best player in the world has a 97, 98% chance of not winning a PGA Tour uh, tournament. So you've still got high-caliber players like Finau and Answer and and those kinds of guys. You know, Gary Woodland's a major winner in this field. I mean, I think it's crazy to see Rom at, at a at a minus 200 to top 10 and three or four to one to win is just crazy. Now, from a DraftKings perspective, um, you might get them at, at some uh, some low percentages based on that, but I'm not going to buy Rom. You know, he's he's uh, he's falling down right now until he kind of proves he can do it. You know, there's not much hope from his game right now, other than the fact that he's talented. So uh, we'll pass on Rom. I'll tell you who 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 I predicted to win this tournament on Monday morning when I read the first uh, Vedanta course preview. Without even looking at the pricing or the odds, I thought if Tringali's in this field, I think Tringali can win this event. And here he is. This is a traditional par 73 course, resort course, that the PGA Tour has made into a par 71 uh, by shortening two uh, two of the six par fives down to par fours. There's five par threes and four par four uh, four par fives, pardon me. And Tringali's a guy I like in both of those setups. Uh, where par fives are gettable and par threes are gettable. So he's the guy I'm looking at right here uh, in full agreement with you guys on the fact that Reed is not the same Patrick Reed. He was, you know, back in 2018. Um, so I'm going down to uh, Tringali here 
coming in on good form. And I mean, we said this a few months back on the podcast that he's going to win an event. He, I think he's one of the longest tenured players without a win in terms of starts. So it feels like maybe Tringali can sneak one out here. That's a good take. It is. I mean, Bones DK, I'd like you to respond real quick about Patrick Reed at 10,000. I mean, he is a multi PGA tour winner, major winner, one of only a couple in the field here. He doesn't do anything for you at 10,000, though. Is the slump real for Patrick Reed? The slump is real. Not wasting much time on him. I'm not playing Patrick Reed. All right, $9,000 tier. Uh, Wildman kind of gave away Tringali there at $9,700. We'll start, though, with Woodland. He's a U.S. Open winner. He's got a major. He's won a couple times on tour. He's at $9,900. Munoz, Sebastian at $9,800. Tringali, as Wildman just mentioned, at ninety-seven. Kirk, who seems to be the media darling right now, the PGA kind of guy that everybody's rooting for he's an easy guy to root for he's at nine six wise at nine five cameron champ you know uh, i don't know this seems like maybe this could be a cameron champ week also for like a top 10 he's at 94 todd at 93 Knox at 92 streelman we like this guy sometimes on the bones dk golf cast he's at 91 and then mac jones uh, uh, jones here matt jones i'm sorry i called him mac I'm, I'm too used to ripping panini boxes right now with mac jones on the front but um, Matt Jones, winner last year, 9000 bucks. Is he a bargain? Bones DK. Start there with, with Matt Jones. Anything on him? No, you know, I like Matt Jones. Uh, 9K, I think it's a fair price. Uh, he, he had a good run at the Valero Texas Open and then also at uh, Hawaii with Cameron Smith earlier in the year. I remember that. Um, yeah, you know, I, I could see Matt Jones. A lot, a lot of people are looking at him coming off 21 birdies. Um, I'm not, I'm not a big Matt Jones guy. You know, I'm looking at the upper 9K range here. Um, Wildman was spot on with Tringali. I love that take. I think he's a great play this week. And then I'm trying to decide who else to play here. Um, I'm going to pull something up that we usually don't do on the Bones DK golf cast. And I'm going to pull up our model that we run on fantasynational.com. Okay. And we run this model and we do 25% on the par three because there's so many par threes. We're high on par fives here, 20% there, driving distance, approach, and off the tee. Those are the key stats that we thought were big this week. And you come down to the model and you have Scary Gary Woodland at number five in the model. And I love this guy. I actually have him written down on my notebook to keep playing him as much as possible until he wins because he is in form finally. And if you come down to his form... You can see, look at his approach right now. He is crushing it on approach. Fine off the tee. These are wide fairways, easy, uh, easy rough. I'm not too worried about off the tee this week. So I'm looking at approach and guys that can putt. Besides the Masters, which he doesn't have good history at, right? That was actually something we looked into and didn't play him. We love Gary Woodland. He just doesn't play well at the Masters. Uh, and he had a bad players where a lot of people had those bad draws. Besides those two, he has a 5th, 5th, 21st, and 8th with great irons, Really, really good form, and he's a major champion. So I think at $9,800, he's a steal this week. I'm finally waiting to play Gary Woodland, and this is the week to play him. Um, and that's my take on Woodland. And then you go over to Kirk, right? And and you come over to Chris Kirk, because I do love this guy, and, I, and I've been playing him so much. You come down to him, and I'm a stats guy. Look at all this green. I mean, his approach, he has seven straight tournaments where he's gained on approach and off the tee. But I'm tell you what, Edge, I am sick of playing bad putters. I can't take it anymore. Mentally, physically, anything. Five, I can't miss five-foot putts anymore. You know how many times I've loaded the app and I, this guy has a six-footer and just misses it? 
And I, 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 I'm done taking bad putters, and I, and I think that's the reason I haven't been cashing them much this this year. I'm, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm hoping the putter just finds form and the irons do their job. No, these guys suck at putting, and that's why he never wins. He wanted a little run at the Phoenix Open, 14th, 7th, and 5th, and hasn't done much since then either. And you go down besides that little run at the Phoenix Honda and Palmer, nothing. There's nothing on this stat sheet besides the RBC in 2021 that this guy is a good golfer. So I think you know my take on Chris Kirk after that. <laughs> um, I'm looking for it on my phone right now. I'm trying to scroll through it. It would not be a weekend if Phones DK didn't send some type of expl- expletive it said so and so missed a six footer. What else is new? So and so misses a nine footer. Can't take it, man. I mean, <laughs> what else is new? Um, I, I immediately put the ball in my living room and put a, a you know a, a ball six feet away and I put it and I like stare at my wife. I'm like, look at it, look at it. That's all they need to do. <laughs> there it is. Xander hits the nine foot bogey and our guy misses the six foot par. I'm so tired of this shit. That's what Bones DK texted me this weekend. <laughs> wow, man, who you got in the nine thousand dollar tier? I will say I got a backup, man. I mean, it feels that's like good a- takes, by the way, Bones. What you got there on both those guys? They're good takes. I don't want to take anything away Thank from you. that. Go Thank ahead, you. Thank you. A, a lot of short putts been been getting kicked. I, I I do agree. It seems like it's a an overwhelming amount. Um. Yeah, Edge, you mentioned this guy. Top 10 at the Masters with three PGA Tour wins in the last couple of seasons. You scroll down this list, I think Rom is maybe the only guy who's done that. Uh, and that's Cameron Champ. This is a course where it's wide open off the tee. The rough is not uh, difficult. And there's large landing areas. Uh, and he's a great, great player off the tee. So we're putting a premium on strokes gained off the tee and driving distance. Uh, you know, he's, he's had some weird like S curves in his, in his uh, trajectory as a player over the last few seasons, but he keeps popping up with these wins. You know, remember he was part of, uh, the six man roster that put stacks in, in Mikey McNeil's pocket a few weeks ago at the masters. Um, so he's a guy that, yeah, I could see coming out of nowhere and, and probably not getting much exposure just since he hasn't been playing that well uh recently but yeah top 10 at the masters a few weeks ago what's not to like uh with premium off the tee and uh um you know i I'm, I'm on woodland as well you look at those putting stats you know you can say that that you can box you know putting stats into short sample size as well if you throw out the players the only tournament he's lost putting uh is less than a stroke in the last 10 or 12 of uh, at least the last seven or eight events. So yeah, Woodland uh, major winner seems to be turning that corner. Remember he made that bending uh, 16 foot Eagle putt at the Arnold Palmer to take the lead. And then he bogeyed 17 uh, to lose that event to Scotty Scheffler. But you know, he's been there. So yeah, Woodland all day. You know, what's interesting about answer and your feeling bones DK. And again, I'm just the host here, not the analyst. You're feeling about answer. Just like, this is one of those tournaments that like he could get a victory with. I just feel the same way about camp champ. He's won before. And these seem to be the kind of tournaments he, he wins. However, his form has been, you know, aside from the masters wild man, his form has been, been a coin flip. There's no doubt about that. All right. We jumped down to the $8,000 tier. We're leading off with our man on the bones, DK golf cast. Doug the Gim Reaper at 89,000. Uh, the 88, Rye 87, Ortiz 86, Riley 85, Howell the third. We like him on the Bones DK golf cast. See if you got to take on him. 
84. We like Lanto even better. He's at 83. Lanto Griffin, that is. T. Moore at 82. C. Pan at 81. And then I, it's M. Hubbard. Is that Mike Hubbard of the Mike Hubbard band? Wild man? <laughs> Mark Hubbard, but yeah. yeah. Mark Hubbard, the cousin of Mike Hubbard from the from the Mike Hubbard band. Um, some wild names in this $8,000 tier, dude. This is way more than you would pay for a lot of these guys. Obviously, that's determining, you know, or determined by the field that's here. But where do you go in the $8,000 tier, man? These are some wild names. This is the, the range that... I feel like everyone gets trapped in with these bad tournaments, right? Like you're really overpaying for some of these guys. Like if you go down to this upper seven K range, you get like Stallings, Patrick Roger Rogers, Wyndham Clark. That's kind of what you expect their price to be in any, any tournament. But like Carlos Ortiz and Aaron Rye and Doug Gim, 8,900, 8,600, 80. No, I'm not, I'm not even like thinking about this range to be honest with you. With the way my build is going, uh, and I'm talking DraftKings only here, you know, it's 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 a high 9K range with a couple of those guys and then a couple 7K guys that I'm going to explain to you down below uh, a little bit. You know, I, I do like Mark Hubbard. Um, he's, he's popping up our, on our model, uh, number 16 on our model overall. So that's someone I'm looking at. Um, but none of these guys are doing anything for me. I'm not kidding. I these guys are losers, man. I, I've played them so many times in 100 lineups, and I've never won money uh. on any of these guys. Aaron Rye, I like him. He can't putt. Thigala is probably the only guy I would actually consider in this whole range is, is Thies, uh, Thigala. I would not consider these guys losers necessarily. They are playing pro golf in Mexico yeah. this weekend. You're going to be uh, – I don't know what you're going to be doing this, Bones DK, this weekend, but – Oh, I'm a loser. I, I know that. <laughs> I, I'm a loser sure. for betting on these losers. I'm trying to be a winner and bet on winners. That's the difference. <laughs> I have like one of those relationships with Doug Gim. Anytime I see his name, it like arouses an emotion inside of me. Um, 8,900 is way too much for the Gim Reaper, though. And I'm with Bones DK again. I'm just the host here, Wild Man, but. You know, if I'm a casual better, which I do, I don't I don't bet the stakes you guys do. I, I, I can't like go to sleep on Wednesday evening being like, it's me and Doug at eighty nine hundred, especially when you got somebody like Tringali, who's the clear top five, you know, no doubt about it, top five we're thinking here. It's only eight hundred dollars more, right? I mean, are you with me on that? I mean, I'll tell you who who I'm looking at in the eight K range. I tend to agree there's not much that jumps off the page, but uh, this event's in Mexico, guys. Carlos Ortiz is a Mexican. Last time he was playing for his country was at the Olympics. Is that true? And, uh, Ortiz, Carlos, Mexican and, heritage? Uh, you know, played for his country at the Olympics, and we had him in, in a big contest. And, uh, you know, he ended up collapsing down the stretch, but he was right in that thing through through 54 holes. And he ended up choking uh, and losing. I mean, that's, that's my whole point with these guys. Is I've played them all, and they, they do not win. The difference between uh, him and a lot of guys in this range, though, is that he's got PGA trophies on his mantle. Uh, a lot of these guys don't. So, you know, a hometown kid who's probably going to be putting heart and soul into it can make eagles. There's gettable par fives out here. I do like it. And then I will go down to the Mike Hubbard band. I mean, this guy's got five or six top 15s uh, in his last seven or eight events, including the Corn Ferry Tour. He's done it on the PGA Tour um you know i think his uh, twitter account is homeless hubs because he used to have like a, a whole like frizzy afro puff going and people thought he was a homeless guy hanging out around the course 
uh, seems like he's cleaned it up a little bit, maybe gotten a little older, gotten a little bit more mature, and uh, uh, seems to be producing. And he, you know, him and uh, Brem, I believe, top 10 last week at, at the Zurich. So uh, you have to be playing well to play well. All right, names I'm going to throw out here in the $7,000 tier. Again, there's a lot of them. I'm not going to go over all of them, Bones. Some that I think could be of note to the listeners here on the podcast. Again, guys we've dipped our toe in with before. Lahiri, 79. Poston, I think, is an interesting play at 75. This could be, and again, his form, I don't know what it's been. Probably not great as of late, but this is one of those tournaments that Poston could win. This is the one that like could get a notch on his belt for. Uh, I like Pat Perez. Anytime he tees it up, man, and it's 7,500 amongst this field, I think you could get a, a cut out of that guy, perhaps. Cabrera Bayo, 74. I think he's a super interesting play this week. And again, we dip our toe with that guy sometimes. And then, you know, I, I'm never one of these guys. I'm, I'm more to the youth movement, right? I am. But Graham McDowell, I feel like, is an interesting play at 71 this week. And I would also throw out Nick Taylor and Seifert. At 71 as well. I think I forgot about Sig. I think I had Sig in my notes. Is Sig up there somewhere? Yeah, Sig, Sig at yeah. 73. So there's several names that I just threw out at you, but those are some of the ones of note that I think our listeners would be into. Did I miss anybody on there, Buzz? Um, there's a few guys guys I'm going to mention here. Uh, JT Poston is, is exact example of what I mean by he just pops up at that certain course. He was from South Carolina. He played at Hilton Head a million times. He was not in really good form at all and just pops off a third place out of nowhere, 19 eagles and a birdie. Do I expect him to turn around and do that again at a course that he's never played? No. I think there was a lot of history behind that, and that was a type of course that you just played JT Post in that. So, yeah, I, 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 don't, I would not get into the trap of doing it again uh, this week. The guys I'm looking at this week, actually, I think Chad Ramey is, is a golfer to look at all year, see what he does. There's a lot of potential out of him, uh, not this week. Uh, but it's between Smotherman, Stallings, Patrick Rogers, and uh, Wyndham Clark. Those are the four guys I really like in this upper 7K range. And I know they're in the upper 7K range, which is why I'm doing a more balanced build this week with the 9K and 7K and kind of skipping that 8K range. Uh, probably going to get Hubbard in there. But, um, you know, th those are the four guys I really like. Uh, Stallings is a really good long iron player. He can do really well on par fives. Smotherman is a guy that we played uh, in our big lineup at the Texas Open not too long ago, played really well, and also is coming up uh, fifth in our model, wherever he is. Right down. above Yeah, Long. there he is. Right yeah, excuse Long. me, thank you. I couldn't find it there. A lot of numbers, but third in our model, actually, um, that we ran, smother him in. So that's a guy I'm going to look at again. I've played him before. I put big money on him. Uh, so, yeah, if this is a tournament that can randomly pop up, random winners, look out for Smotherman. And then uh, Patrick Rogers, he's just a, a par five stud. He's awesome. Same with Wyndham Clark. Those both those guys pound the ball and do really well in par five scoring. So all four of those guys actually I consider great players this week. All right, Scott Stallings was actually a winner here in West Virginia Wild Man. He won at the Greenbrier a few years ago. They don't do that tournament anymore. Um, I mentioned a few names. Bones DK didn't mention one of them back. <laughs> did did any of them that I say uh, interest you at all, Wild Man? JT yeah, I'm going to yeah. tell you guys something about Stallings here. So seems to be the theme of this podcast, right? We're looking at, at sample sizes in DraftKings, and some of these guys have three PGA Tour wins sitting amongst guys that have no PGA Tour wins. He's one of them. Uh, he suffered from insomnia, guys. Almost gave up golf recently because he had a dietary issue that the doctors couldn't 
diagnosed. It turned out to be some sort of, uh, I can't remember if it was diabetes or, or, or something, but it was a dietary issue affecting his mind and his body and his, um, his energy, and, and he couldn't sleep well. They've corrected that. And here's a three-time PGA Tour winner uh, that's back, and he can make eagles, and he can get streaky. Uh, uh, so, you know, he was doing some things even even during that issue with his health. Now he's back. He's healthy. He's got the support of his family. I mean, yeah, he's got trophies. Why not another one for him? Um, and then I'll go down one uh, notch there to 7,200 to Tyler Duncan, who uh, if he was a little bit lower, he would be the flyer of the week. But I'm firing Duncan up here, man. This 7,200 range always seems to be where you land and where you have to you know, decipher who to go with. Um, I'll have a lot of Tyler Duncan this week. He just checks all my boxes to keep it simple. All right, before we get to Flyer of the Week, Bones, DK, anybody we did not mention even lower than the $7,000 tier? Uh, not much I'm going to mess with in the 6K range. There was one guy I did want to mention. I was excited to play Chapel. Played him last week. He did really well. He withdrew from the tournament. So uh, do not play Chapel. It's this Smalley, Alex Smalley. And, you know, I got on this guy because of B. Kobe. Uh, you know, but um, just watch out for this guy. He's popping up on our model. Um, that's the only guy I wanted to mention. He's a B. Kobe guy. I've been watching him since, and he usually does pretty well in these random tournaments. Uh, you know, second at the Corrales, so something to look at there. Speaking of guy that's due for a win, B. Kobe. He's got to get that, that DK bonus that he got in 2021. He's got to get it again in 2022. Uh, I hope he's doing well out there. Uh, Wildman, your flyer of the week. Who you got? Hey, last week we retreaded Leviota <clears throat> along with Seifert. They produced a lot of the Bones DK fam, fired those guys up and got paid off. This week we're going to regurgitate a flyer of the week as well. 6,800 Vince Whaley, flyer of the week. Guy can make eagles, guy can get streaky. He's produced for us before, coming in in some good form in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, a guy that we think can go low, so... 6,800, Vinnie Whaley. Did I see Appy Barnrat in the field this week? <laughs> yes, and he will be packing cigs uh, <laughs> any round. Oh, man, anytime I can say Appy Barnrat on the on the podcast and talk about him, I, I want to. Um, Graham McDowell, where did he turn up in your model? Because there's just something that tells me he's like Bubba Watson at the Masters, the guy that I had there. It's just a guy that's guaranteed to make the cut, I feel like. I don't care how he's playing. It's just too easy of a field. He's got too good of a golfer. <laughs> he's you know? actually looks like to be in last place on the model. Wow. 136th. <laughs> I've never seen numbers that high or colors that red ever before on the Bones. Hey, golf. <laughs> I almost put my sunglasses on there for a second. That red was so blazing at my eyes. It's like the center of the sun, how red that is. All right, um, TW Man 66 is going on a golf outing this week called the Panther Invitational to Hilton Head, South Carolina with uh, eight guys. He's one of eight guys. All went to high school together in the Pittsburgh area. Um, a lot of golf you guys are playing wild, man. We don't have to go into too much detail on it. Some great dudes in this uh, in this group. Some of you guys may know D'Lo. Some of you guys may know the Worthy Brothers. Some of you guys know, uh, may know Inski. Um, and some others that I that I may have left out. I'm sorry if I did. Ben Lawrence, I know, is one of them, who's, who's all of a sudden become a, a huge supporter of the Bones DK Golf Cast. Um, you're playing... <laughs> this is what, what I just can't get over. 
not only the travel arrangements, you got five boneheads coming up in a minivan from about three hours away. These guys, these are all guys that are like established 40 year old men. They're getting together with golf bags and travel bags and traveling up in a minivan, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is absolutely insane. But these guys are also going 18 holes, thir- uh, 18 holes, Thursday, 18 holes, Friday, 18 holes, Sat- no, I'm sorry. 36 holes, Thursday, 36 holes, Friday, 18 holes on Saturday. You're playing five rounds in three days. Guys in their late 30s, some maybe in their early 40s. That's a lot of golf, homie. I mean, the travel arrangements for those five, we've talked about it before. I mean, it, traveling cases with those golf clubs, one minivan with luggage and backpacks. They got to get a second car. Man. It's going to be like a clown car when those guys you know, show up. I don't know. Uh, I don't know everybody's height, but I know at least three of those guys are rocking six, four frames, right? Dempsey and the Worthies are lanky dudes. So somebody's sitting in the back, at least one of them. Uh, but, yeah, it's 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 a lot of golf, man. Five 18-hole rounds is going to be a grind. So, uh, like we always say, as long as the skies are blue and the drinks are cold, uh, yep. we can get through it. Yeah, it's getting to be that time of year where, where guys like us are getting together with other guys like us and taking big old golf trips, playing Ryder Cups, playing scrambles, playing all that good stuff. Uh, I'm actually going away this weekend also, Bones. I'm going out of the Pinehurst dairy. Not playing Pinehurst. I'm playing Tobacco Road, uh, Carolina Trace, Lake, and Legacy. And I've got eight versus eight this week, north versus south. We've got a huge trophy. I'm looking forward to it. And you know some of these guys that are playing with me. Are you still on Team North? We are a part of Team North, obviously. we got Team South. And it's eight guys from West Virginia taking on eight guys from North Carolina. Are you still on Team North? You know, after listening to the podcast that we we did, um, you know, I think it's a it's a runaway team South. To be honest with you, I mean, it seems like a, I mean, not even close. But uh, you know, I I'm a man of my word, and I'm not going to back down. And I'm going to support the North uh, regardless. I say that I'm only doing this because I love that he's bet, he's already bet on North, and now yeah. he's going to yeah. torment himself all weekend. Uh, you know, kids are like, kids are like, well, how does your brother, how does he want all that money and he doesn't like win any money? I'm like, well, let me tell you a story about Wildman. He once, cor- he once correctly predicted the score of a college basketball game, and still lost money on it because <laughs> we're boneheaded and we just can't stop. That's why it's a sickness. Hey, look, Bones DK Golf will be in Pittsburgh this week. TW Man 66 will be in Hilton Head. I'll be in Pinehurst and the PGA Tour. We'll be in Mexico for TW uh, Man 66, Bones DK Golf, and I am Edge. There should be some good content, actually, this weekend. Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok, Golf Guy WV. Thank you guys so much for listening, and good luck this week in Mexico, North Carolina, Pittsburgh, or wherever the hell else you're going to be. Thanks. Thanks, Edge. <laughs>